thank you so much for joining me on another episode of The Complainer's Compound. I am your complaining host, Berto Montes. Um, today we're going to focus on uh, relationships, relationship theory. Um, I think the podcast is going to kind of center around that, I want to say. Um, so we're going to go ahead and just uh, try uh, like a pseudo-real episode right now. The last episode was an introduction, what I'm trying to achieve, and today I'm just going to complain away. Um, okay, let's see how far I go. So what do I have to complain about today other than being alive? Um, let's see. My my wife, she, she came home. And uh, she seemed really depressed, um, more so than usual. I mean, she really she usually comes home very positive. Um, she's very optimistic about life. I'm the complete opposite. Um, and today she just seemed like really deep, distant. And um, I wanted to be there for her. And I wanted, to, you know, I was telling her, hey, you know, I can get you out of this. Um, I can tell you some jokes, I can, um, you know, really break down the day, um, I have some really good insight about work, about people and behavior, um, I can flip this around, just give me a shot, and, uh, she, she said no, she said that she, she wanted to do this on her own, and that she didn't want any help from me, and, um, you know, I took that as, as like, oh, you know, you don't you don't want to hear what I have to say. You don't care about my input. You know, I was going through all the, the emotions like, oh, you don't care about me. I don't even think it's about work. I think it's about us. Um, is it someone at work? Are you, are you replacing me today? I, I can go off the rails when it comes to um, the relationship. And um, I stopped. I kept on asking her, hey. Come on, use me. You got to utilize me. What do I do all day? I think about this. Come on, use me. Use me. I want to be useful. You know, and it occurred to me all I was doing was trying to flip it around so I can be the star of the problem. When in reality, this person did not want to listen to anything. Not because they didn't care, but because they needed to get it out of their own head first, you see? I'm quick to be um, the motivator to get you out. But I have to let people do it on their own. This is what's important about this podcast is I can't, I can't hold your hand for every problem. All I can do is talk about mine when I'm on the show and hopefully you can relate and, and use those examples for a new perspective, for a new angle to get you out of complaining or out of that negative mindset. And that's what I did. I said, okay, you know what? This person, they obviously love me. Or let's say they don't. Fuck it. She, she hates my guts. Either way, she needs to get out of this on her own. And that's what she did. She, I remember telling her, but Ali, it's my day off. I... I clean the house, you know, like I, what, what, what else do you want me to do? I, I, I cooked, everything's done. 
The kids are happy. Why don't you give me a shot? I've been with children all day. I would love one adult conversation. And uh, she, no, she she said, I'm sorry. I, I, I got to go to bed early. I got to get this out of my head alone. And um, I mean, it, it probably took me a solid you know, three hours to get out of my own head of how dare she not utilize me. And it finally occurred to me. I was like, that's when I said, oh, wow, this person needs to get it out on their own. Maybe I have the answers. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a huge possibility that I could have got her out of it. Or it's a huge possibility that I couldn't. The only way that person was going to, or that I was going to be useful is if she was ready to listen, truly ready to listen, and she was not. So why bother? Save my breath. You know what I did instead? She went to bed. I wrote a little note for her. So when she wakes up, she wakes up before me. She can read that note. What, what the fuck did that note say? I think it said, I may not always be there for you. But you know where to find me. And I like that because I am, I'm there for her. But there are times when I remember she's had legitimate problems and she's turned to me and I wasn't there. No, I was too caught up in my own business, in my own head, trying to get out of my own problem. You see, we always do that. Sometimes we're not there for each other, for your partner. And it's not because we don't want to be. It's because we get stuck in our own head too much. We're not listening at all. It takes a lot of inner dialogue and self-reflection to really realize that that's even happening. But what's funny is that no matter how many of these podcasts I'll do or or, or listen to or, or read on behavior unless I create a, a, a lasting belief to create a habit that this is really truly happening I'm always going to fall in that trap it's because I'm human I'm self-centered I'm egotistical I could be cynical a lot of the times more times than we even give ourselves credit for but no, we, we consider ourselves rational creatures. While you're listening to this, you're, you're telling yourself right now that you are a rational creature. Oh, that only sometimes you're irrational. But I promise you, you're being influenced more than you could ever know. Anyways, back to relationships. So I wrote that note, and hopefully it will influence her tomorrow. To perhaps make a better decision at work. Or when she comes home, she'll be more available. And that's all I can ever hope for. Is that she's available for me. And I'm available for her. And I'm sorry, but if, <laughs> if you don't have two young kids. And you're going through this. Please listen to this fucking podcast. Because it should be a lot easier. You throw a couple fucking heathens into the mix? Jesus Christ. 
<laughs> I'm not even going to get started on this podcast when it comes to children. Tomorrow, maybe. I don't know. Fuck. Very, very difficult. Managing. I'll have two daughters. Man- managing two other human beings. Plus yourself and your partner. <laughs> you better get those systems in check. Boy. But, uh, okay, so back to that. So that's what I did. Um, it took, like I said, what, three hours of self-reflection to really realize what was happening. And there's a something I want to mention. Um, I wrote this a while ago. But it's something I, that I truly believe in. And it's about ourselves. And I wrote that people don't owe you shit. And the majority of them don't like you. Incentives. And motives drive us, and it's probably why people even speak to you. Now that can sound pretty fucking dark. But we do have our own motives. You know, we, we do have our own incentives. And it's kind of hard to manage them when you especially want when you want to merge them with your partner. So I have to believe that I, I have my own wants, and so does that other person. And it almost feels like we're fighting each other. To get the upper hand, the, the control of those wants. And this is why I try to frame love as a game. Right now, I think the majority of us are playing this game of me against you. Gain versus loss. Win or lose. I think it's called a zero-sum game. Anyways, what I'm proposing is that we work together in this game. What's the game? Well, I don't know what your version of happiness is. I, I think there's no measurement of happiness. It's probably easier to get a measurement of misery, if anything. But a measurement of happiness, well, I guess that's really based on you and what you perceive happiness to be. So what is the game? What game are we playing? Well, there's multiple games. We can play hundreds of games together. But we're not against each other. The ultimate game, if anything, is to learn from each other. To create a habit of listening to each other. That should be a game. How much more information can I get from this other person? They're always constantly watching me. It's like the perfect AI. (laughs) You know, it's like... Why not ask? Have you seen any changes in me lately? Any ways I can improve? What have you noticed? Because we we go on auto mode. We have our own heuristics. These shortcuts to decision making. And it would be kind of fun to have someone else watch you do these shortcuts. You know? Watch you create these axioms. I think that's really interesting. How can I improve? That's what the partnership should be about. The game should be about how to I, how to gain leverage. That's true. But to gain leverage for yourself, is you're going to need some help. I think the partner's there for you, but you got to listen. you got to lower that self-centered, egotistical, cynical you just for a moment. It's never going to go away. I don't care who you are. It's not going away. Even the most altruistic you still has some sort of incentive some sort of personal want 
Anyways, that's when I say frame love as a game. If, if love seems too, you know, scary or is overwhelming, frame it as a game. What, what game? What game? What game are we playing? Well, we're playing the game of self-improvement. And your partner is going to help you get there. But it's going to take a lot of learning. A lot of listening. Okay, you got to allow them to enter your world. Not all the time. Just for a moment. And you have to apply, at least try, what they've said. That's the perfect way to get A and B testing. It's free feedback. Free gauge feedback. Are you fucking kidding me? People pay thousands of dollars for that. When your partner's right there, utilize them. Use them. Who doesn't want to be used? Utilize them. I think that's part of the game. So after you get that done, I think the second part is this podcast, which is complaining less. Because once we hear the news, you know, we're going to jumble it up in our head and spew out our perception of it. And sometimes we're not going to like what we hear. And then that's when we complain, at least in that aspect. So it's a part of the game is to complain less, to listen more. Um, I think there's one more part of that. But it's all lost in notes, which I have to go back and find. But um, if love seems a little bit too overwhelming for you and you're in this serious relationship, then try to frame it as a game, but not against each other. One where you both help each other. That's the only way to win. You have to believe that perhaps happiness is truly unattainable. Only because you need that sorrow and misery to even make it valid. So instead of searching for this ultimate happiness... Why not play the game where it's challenging, there's competition, there's self-improvement, there's curiosity, there's adventure. You know, in the mix of it, you could even flirt with each other. That's another side of the relationship theory that I won't, I don't have time for today. Today I wanted to should give you an example of what happened and how I use these type of mental models to get myself out. That's what I'm, That's the purpose of the podcast. Perhaps you heard something here today. You're going to retain this information and apply it tomorrow or the next week. Or fucking never. Because you're lazy. But one day you're not going to be lazy. It may sound like I woke up and you know, was able to come up with everything I'm saying here today, but this has this has been two, three years of writing about love to even get what? Where am I at? 15 minutes? Three years it took me to come to this point right now of writing, of self-improvement, of creating that inner dialogue, of self-reflection, and I'm only 16 minutes in. <laughs> Let me do the work for you, huh? <laughs> it's come on, man. 
It's going to take a long time. Yeah, you may be fucking lazy now. But you stick to this podcast. We're going to get you out. Am I out? No. No, I'm just a little bit ahead of you. But I'm getting close. I'm getting close. And, and it's just to complain less, by the way. That's all I'm trying to do. And you can say, well, I know people who are doing that already. Perfect. Good for them. Have they come up with a way to show you how it's done? Fuck no. <laughs> they can't. Because they don't even know how they've done it. They believed in something that works for them. What works for me may not work for you. What works for you may not work for me. But maybe there's something in what I've said that may help. Okay. Well, let's uh, let's wrap it up with that. Um, hopefully I can bring in a guest. I have a couple of uh, people that I would really, um, I really want to introduce you to. I got a doctor buddy. Um, I got some professional, you know, brewers. I got, um, uh, uh, Craig Ellingstein that can come on the show. He's a real special guy. You got to meet this guy. I'm not even going to explain who he is or what he does, but, uh, He's a real big fucking complainer. And when I made this podcast, I actually thought of him in mind. Just, Jesus Christ, shut the fuck up, Craig. You know? It's, it's so much good. But um, he just gets stuck in his head. So so hopefully he can come on the show and then he can bitch away. And then we can argue about whatever. But uh, you know what? Thank you so much for listening. And I hope to see you next week or whenever the hell I post another one of these guys. All right, thanks so much.